Hi guys, welcome back. This is Lindsay and this is my third episode of Is This Real Life? But today I have a special guest. One of my super close friends decided that she would be on my podcast with me and I'm super excited. We're doing more of like a question and answer style. I posted on my Instagram like a few weeks ago about topics, questions you guys have, um, just random little things. So we're actually going to go over the questions together. Some pertain more to me, some she can chime in on. So Kate, if you want to introduce yourself. Hi everyone. My name's Kate, Kate Heiser, and I am a sophomore at Kansas State University studying communication science and disorders. I'm super excited to join Lindsay on her podcast. I have definitely been one of her biggest fans as she has started this and I have loved to see her grow and the things she stands for. So can't wait to get started. (laughs) Perfect. Okay, so like I said, we're going to do more of a question and answer from some things that you guys have asked. So we will just go ahead and hop into it. We're kind of having a girl's night, just hanging out. It'll be fun to answer the questions. Okay, so also real quick, we want to tell you how we became friends i remember i saw her at the gym she was wearing these cute little blue like tie shorts. shorts yes, yes. Says, and i was like girl those shorts are so cute where did you get them and she was like amazon and then she told me about this girl she follows on tiktok whatever yes and she was like she always has these dupes um, so then i was like oh my gosh i had seen Lindsay at the gym <laughs> quite a bit and i'm like she seems cool i feel like we could be good friends so when she came up and asked about where i got my shorts i was like let me have your number or like something so i can send you the link and so we got each other's numbers in snapchats and that's just what well okay so then of. before she went back to school we went to go we get went dinner, and got dinner at, at like, red, door. red door yeah yes and it was so funny because here here's the kicker so we're eating dinner and we have a lot of similar mutual friends too so we're like oh my gosh i know that person we start getting a little bit in depth because we're both open books and she's like yeah and i see a therapist and Mm -hmm. i'm like oh my gosh and she was like yeah i see a therapist and i was like oh my gosh i see a therapist too who is your therapist and she was like her name's sonia and i was like i see sonia too (laughs) so we see the same therapist (laughs) So then fast forward a few months later, I go into a therapy session I have and I tell Miss Sonia, girl, I know you can't say anything, but I will tell you that I'm friends with someone that I know sees you. Yes. And her name is Kate. Oh my gosh. And then Kate confirmed that on the other end. Yeah, and then- I was like, Sonia, I was I was talking to her about Lindsay. I was like, Lindsay's amazing. And she goes, oh my gosh. And I was like, yeah, I know you know her. And it's like, <laughs> it was just perfect. She even said after I confirmed it, because she could like talk about it. Like, you yeah. know, we don't like talk about each other, but like, she's like, you guys are meant to be best friends. If your therapist is telling you you should be friends with someone, you know that as a healthy friendship. So, yes. but we just wanted to introduce our friendship. And again, I'm kind of having her on the podcast because we're very like minded. She is a little bit younger than me. She's in a different stage of her life. So we're hoping this can resonate with a few different age groups, Mm -hmm. but we will go ahead and hop into the questions now. We'll kind of just be popcorning it. We didn't really rehearse or anything. We're just, like I said, having a girl's night and just hanging out. So we're just just talking, like we're talking to each other and you guys are just listening. So, so much fun. Exactly. Okay. So 
First question I got is how to grow individually and be content in singleness. So to preface, I'm not single, but I have been there. Kate is kind of in that stage. She has a lot more to speak on it, I would say, especially mm-hmm. like with the age group you're in, that transition yeah. stage. Um, So definitely this is something I feel like I have struggled with. Definitely hasn't been easy for me. I Growing up, I've always been like a hopeless romantic like the typical one like I want to be in a relationship this is what I want it took honestly until this year the group of girls I've surrounded myself with in my sorority the groups of girls I've met outside of my sorority at home at who've really like shown me how to be content in singleness and how to enjoy the time of life I'm in and the stage I'm in just kind of just notice that like this is the only time of life I'll ever feel this way which I feel like is something that always sounds cliche but it's so true for me I mean after I went through my first breakup I mean I swore I was not going to date again Mm -hmm. I was I she is out for the count I am not dating she's done no thank you Mm -hmm. but honestly I spent what five years single and I was going on dates I was kind of doing my own thing but nothing really resonated I was doing me but also like subconsciously however much I wanted to be in a relationship I knew at that point in my life if a relationship presented itself to me Mm -hmm. I would not have been ready where I was in that stage yes I was not developed enough in my own ways my own mind to be healthy for somebody else because Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I was healthy for myself if that makes sense I don't know if I feel like maybe you're at a stage now where maybe I'm starting to get to that where I feel good with myself what do you think about yeah definitely that's exactly like how I feel looking back basically on the last couple years especially I thought I was ready and I'm like oh my gosh like now where I'm at I'm like, no, I wasn't. And I'm so glad that, you know, I didn't put myself in a situation where I did settle. And I'm so happy that I was able to find myself and grow myself before I found someone that, you know, would meet my expectations and my standards. Because honestly, like, the standards are high, you know, you have to keep them high and everyone is worth so much. That's something that I've been kind of raised is my mom always told me like growing up, the right person will treat you the right way. Mm -hmm. And my parents both show the right demonstration of that. My dad writes on my mom's mirror every morning before he goes to work. Like you're beautiful. And like (laughs) she kept them all up and I came home from college one day. Yeah. And I was crying because this is the type of love I want, you know, like, well also the kind of like how I feel. And I'll tell people this, my current boyfriend, Josh, before dating him, I had never had somebody open a door for me necessarily. Mm -hmm. But now I can maybe count, on my hand if any the times he hasn't opened a door for me and like so standard now which yeah I'm still so appreciative it's the little thing keep your standards high and if you are still growing yourself I thought I had all the confidence in the world looking back no I didn't like yeah and you you will attract the right person that you are if you just do you like yes. 100% I feel like that's the thing is there's this huge stigma of oh make sure you're looking good so that your ex will see and I'm like no because you're still performing for them you're still trying to do things that they're gonna see and that's not the point and I exactly. feel like the big thing is is making sure you're just doing what's right for you are you doing your healthy habits are you doing all the good things and I know this all sounds really cliche but it's so true and, and this honestly means in singleness or not in singleness the singleness is just pertaining to the question that we got asked but it's a matter of just like oh yeah 
always yeah. elevating, always making sure you're doing your best, but also not holding yourself to all that pressure. Because I feel like in my I need like to do this in yes. my single years, I was very much like, oh, I need to look like I'm doing my best so that I ha- can have this outcome, so mm-hmm. that I can attract the right person. So I'm like, even then, it still wasn't growing for myself. I was still growing to get all these outside attributes versus just do you. And I mean, for me, they always it's so cliche. They always say it. It'll come when you least expect it, and it is it's so, so true. True, yes. So true. Which I, I close my eyes. I'm like, I'm not expecting it. Right. You know, like, it's like this moment. to be like, okay, nope, I'm I'm not expecting it. I'm going to turn the other way. So it's, it's going like to go. It's like when I open, like, I'm not, I'm not, you know. Like, I like, promise yes, I'm not expecting I do, it. I do want to be in a relationship. Doesn't everyone? Yeah. It's like something. Like, you crave it. It's, but it's then love, I look like, and I'm like, you know, this is the time that I should be enjoying it. You know, I'm 20. I'm exactly. having fun. I'm meeting so many amazing people. And I'm not going to be able to experience this again. Exactly. So I just look on that bright side. Yeah. So I think in all the sum of that question, it's just because I know we like went on a tangent on it. But yes, be yourself. Also, just do you. Do your own thing. Okay. Next question is, would love your perspective slash journey of college and what you have learned. So (laughs) my perspective and journey of college is do what you want to do. And I know people say that, but seriously, do what you want to do. Because here's the thing. People are going to have questions either way. And this is something I have probably internalized from what I think people think about me. But my biggest thing is me working out, doing my lifestyle stuff, like my life with Lens, my podcast, etc. Like those are really scary things. And people think that, oh, I'm this open book who talks about everything. And I am so happy to be a resource for people to come to and talk to about things. I'm so grateful for that. But on the other side, there always is that worry that like, oh, what are people going to think of me? Because here's the thing. I'm still human. I'm still having these thoughts of, will people think I'm weird for it and et cetera. But I've gotten to a point where I can kind of be like, you know what? Yeah, (laughs) they might think you're weird. There's going to be some people that think you're a little bit weird or cringy and they maybe don't like it. You know, there's going to be people who don't listen to your podcast. There's going to be people that don't read your blog and they might be some of your closest friends and they, it's just how it is. But at the end of the day, the people that reach out and say, you've helped me so much. That's what keeps me going. Or like Mm -hmm. asking me, when are you going to make your next podcast episode? And I'm like, which I've been asking. no, so and, much. and I keep telling Kate, and like I've had people reach out to me, like, "When's your next podcast episode?" And I'm, I'm like, so "Oh, you guys happy. like it that much?" I know. I'm so happy I'm here next time. Right? <laughs> yes. But yeah, I think the biggest thing is like, just do what you want. Yes, I transferred, but like, I'll own it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I moved home, or whatever people want to say. But I didn't really move home. I feel like I've, in my head, I put it in a perspective as I moved back to Kansas City, and I made an entirely different life than I had in high school, or whatever the case may be. I love where I'm at, you know, and I personally knew that where I was in that college setting, I could not thrive in. And I feel like everyone has this idea that it has to be one way or no way. It's like... You have to go to this four-year university and be a sorority girl, which I thought I was. In the time I was there, again, I enjoyed it. I loved it. It was Mm -hmm. just not for me long-term, and that's okay. And so I think the biggest thing is just going with the flow. And if you're having a bad year, know it's going to be a bad year. I've had a few bad years, and I owned those bad years, though. You did. (laughs) I I feel like there was times I was constantly trying to fight that I was having a bad time, and I was like, well, maybe if I post on Instagram and, like, do this, then, like, people will think I'm having a good time. And now where I'm at is 
I'm like, if I'm going through a rut, I try to stay off Instagram a little mm-hmm. bit more. And I'm like, you know what? Instagram is just, just need- a highlight reel. It's a highlight reel. And I'm and you know what? I'm not doing well. And I'm not going to act like I'm doing mm-hmm. well. You know what I mean? And now I'm grateful for like, the miniature platform that I have on my Life with Lens or my podcast, blog, etc. Where I've built this community of people where that are like. Where you can be yourself. Yes. People are like, oh, she's real. And I remember every time I posted a photo when I was at Mizzou, I was things are good. Things are good. And I'm like, no, I am struggling. Like, it is yeah. not good. You really just have to do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. That's what I've learned is, Which yes. is a fun because you're currently. I'm currently in a sorority. And the thing is that I'm, like, my situation's unique where I went through recruitment during COVID. So everything was online and for me that was awesome yeah yeah such a this is honestly interesting because it is such a different perspective it is so my first couple years of college was it was it was fun but not really I I think my mom kind of struggled a little bit with me not really gone no with me just not breaking out of my shell a little bit in college (laughs) <laughs> Which is so funny. Sorry, mom. I know you did. <laughs> we hope you're listening she to this, wanted me, She wanted me to kind of just be a little wild. And so freshman year, I got a tattoo. And that was not what the wild she was talking about. <laughs> but that's okay. Anyway, I am so much a homebody. Where I basically right in the middle of an introvert, extrovert. And for me, going to college was definitely stepping out of my comfort zone. Because I clung to my home like I clung to my mom I clung to my dad I did that too and so it's really hard for me to my step ho- my school friends and yes stuff, yeah. yes and I and like I clung to like my identity as a high being schooler a high schooler a high school swimmer I was gonna swim in college I decided not to and that was so difficult for me to wrap my head around that that was not my identity because that is such a good point because losing your identity I thought swimming was my identity this is the lesson we're pulling out of this question is that I feel like a lot of people put their identity into what they do and this mm -hmm. is something I'm still trying to work on with Sonia and still trying to learn like I put a lot of my identity to my productivity and what I did instead of who I am yes and so I could not strip what I did and who I was around versus who I am my identity has always been my figure because I work out so I'm like okay mm-hmm. I put a lot of identity to my figure put a lot of identity into my grades what I mm-hmm. do my work everything like that so almost when people ask about like how are you I'm like oh I'm good I'm busy like I listened to a podcast yes. about this and this podcast basically said people aren't asking what you're doing they're asking how you are okay the next question I want to hop into is do you have a steady daily routine if so how do you stick to it something in my daily routine I wake up I always work out in the morning it depends on what time I'm have work or have school or whatever so for those of you who don't know currently work part-time at Lululemon. I have an internship and I'm still a full-time student and I also house it, babysit, etc. on the side. So I'm a busy girl. Lindsay's so busy. I'm always doing such something. an overachiever because <laughs> all I do is go to school, sorority life, work out. Well, and then, and then I still try to maintain my social life and like yeah. do my thing a little bit, but you I do a good job at it. I am. Yeah, I am very busy, but I'm learning my, from you. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you. You're my inspiration. But my biggest thing with a daily routine is to make it yours. And I feel like especially on social media, there's been this big uproar of, oh, you need to wake up early and do all these things. And like, yes, I wake up early. I go to the gym first thing in the morning. Usually I once I'm done with that, I'll usually go to Starbucks or go to my house to do homework 
whatever I have to do that day, go to work, go to class, whatever. But the biggest thing that I have learned that has saved my life is learning your productivity window. Productivity window is literally just when you specifically are the most productive. So for me, I'm most productive in the morning. So that's why I front load my day with my workouts. I start homework. I do as much as I can that needs a lot of my focus and attention in the mornings and I feel like a lot of people especially in this day and age they give up on themselves halfway through the day and they think oh I haven't done enough today and I feel like that's the biggest mishap is because you just need to learn your productivity window like one of my roommates in college Lauren shout out she was amazing at grinding through an entire project all night Mm -hmm. could I do that no I need sleep I need to sleep the whole night but she could just produce some great stuff if she stayed up all night and did all of her homework. And I was like, yes. I have lots of friends like that. But it was so interesting because she was always like, I could never do my homework in the morning. Like in college, that's how it was. And for me, I can only do workouts, homework, everything in the mornings. If I try to go work out at night, it it, it takes a lot of mental toughness to get me through that workout. It's exhausting. Well, and and same with like homework. I cannot sit down and do homework at night. But there's people that are vice versa and they're like, I cannot wake up and do homework. I cannot wake up and go work Mm -hmm. out. But I can easily do that at night and I feel like society has made this big stigma around like oh you have to wake up early do your morning routine do this and it's like no you don't you just need to find what's maybe best for you yeah maybe find like a section of what four hours to like work out do homework do whatever you need to get done find that productivity window for you whether it be night day middle of the day whatever it be I feel like people put all this pressure on themselves to wake up early and just get all this stuff done it's like, yeah. no I'm not achieving more than the person who's doing all the same stuff at night is achieving you know we're just doing the same things at different times and that's just how it is so in terms of my daily routine I do like I said I front load my morning and then I kind of just go about my day and then my nighttime routine is I have my little hatch egg I don't know if you guys ever heard of the hatch my self-advertisement everybody should buy one it's a little sunrise lamp with meditation apps you know it's weird stuff but (laughs) do all that and like settle down because otherwise I personally cannot go to sleep if I am not wound down if I'm doing homework and my mind is in that mental state of trying to get all this stuff done I cannot wind down and so I can't do homework at night yeah but then I have to go to bed early to recharge for my morning Mm -hmm. and some people are the opposite and so I think that's okay I think saying a specific daily routine is just kind of cliche because it's not realistic for everybody The last question is, what are you most proud of? And I'm more speaking in terms of, like, development. That's Um, what I'm going to speak of. Yeah. So I would say I'm most proud of, in the last few years, I've kind of, it sounds so cliche, but found myself in a sense. I was going to say that. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I, no, honestly, like, I have just been through so many years of not knowing myself and when I say that I mean like literally looking in the mirror and not only physically not knowing who I was but mentally not knowing who I was at certain points in my life like I could not tell you what I loved about myself I could not tell you why I contributed and added value to people's lives like I I I couldn't have told you any of that you know and now I feel like I'm in such a space where it's so sacred to me and I know it sounds so silly, but I'll have friends that say like, oh my gosh, you love yourself so much. And I'm like, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. And it's not a matter of me waking up every day and saying, 
oh my gosh, she's amazing in the mirror. I love her. It's a matter of me waking up every day and saying, you know what? I'm going to be friends with you today. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily love what I see or love the mindset you're in right now or today or whatever specific moment it might be, but I'm going to be friends with you today. We're going to be friends and we're going to be okay today. And it's just like leveling that playing field with yourself and saying, it's okay. And knowing that you don't have to look like everybody else. You don't have to act like everybody else. You know what I mean? And it's just, I've never been at a point with myself to where I felt so calm with my own presence and safe with my own presence. I feel Mm -hmm. like I always needed to either be with someone or be getting attention from somebody or be hanging out with friends or something for somebody else to show me what I was worth. What I'm just like most proud of is being able to like sit with myself and being okay with who she is and being okay with where I'm at, even if it's not at the best place that I want to be or whatever, just knowing the difference. Okay, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm here and that's okay. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I feel like yeah. that's for me the biggest accomplishment because that is nothing I ever thought I would be like. Like I always thought I would be someone who was so negative, always judging myself. And now it's funny hanging out with people because they're always like, oh, you're so positive. You're always – but I'm like – it's not even a toxic positivity thing. It's just me being realistic. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear people saying bad stuff about themselves anymore. I don't want to be around people that are constantly talking bad about themselves and about other people because yeah. it's, it doesn't fuel me. It doesn't fuel them. And I'm like, and obviously if, if I'm hanging out with somebody, say if I'm hanging out with you and you're here dogging on yourself, it's really sad to me because I'm like, I obviously think you're great. And yeah. Kate isn't like this, but <laughs> just like generally speaking, if I was sitting with Kate, hours on end and she was constantly dogging on herself telling me how much she didn't like herself which like I would be there for her and be there to support her but it's like I'm gonna be around people that know that they are worth something and like obviously yes. I'm hanging out uh-huh. with you and I know you're worth something you are worth something and if I can't make people act that way but for me it has been such a transition in my life that it's like second language now and I'm so proud of that because that used to never be how I was mm-hmm. so for me personally that is what I'm most proud of. Amazing. That's my that's my biggest accomplishment. That's what I'm most proud of, you know. That is amazing because that is so similar to like kind of like what I'm most proud of mm-hmm. is like finding my worth. That has been something that I have really worked on, not just with myself, but like with Sonia, with, you know, like my everyday life kind Mm -hmm. of stuff like that finding my worth finding my own confidence like I always feel like I put off the you know image of that I am confident you know Mm -hmm. I showed that I was confident confident. yes and everyone's like oh my gosh you're so positive oh my gosh you're so optimistic like and I showed that but inside I don't know if I could say that I actually was Mm -hmm. and that took a lot of me to kind of like really like be honest with myself and yeah kind of just like understand like where I was coming from and so it took a while until honest I feel like this year has been a really big turning point and Sonia and I were just talking. We keep I'm going to say this to Miss Sonia. She's going to be so excited. Sonia, we keep bringing up your name. <laughs> I really hope you're like amazed by it. But I just she knows she knows the turning she, points in our lives. She really does, and she said like I am so proud of where I'm at right now because it took a long time. And, and that's the best feeling. It's the best it feeling. It feels like 
I am confident. I can finally say that I am confident in myself. When I, I feel like, too, it's something where each day you're growing and you yes. don't see it in hindsight. No. And then you look back and I, it's like... It's like, oh my gosh, where was I literally last yeah, semester? Yeah, yeah. And, and like, like, I still struggle some days. I'll see a photo on Snapchat memories that five years ago, four years ago, and however like many years. it's like me crying. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. what? And I, or just, like, me in general. And I can look at that girl and I'm like, she had no idea who she was. She exactly. had no idea who she was. And it's just... It's if you only knew. Yes. If you only knew. And here's the thing. The biggest thing is you have to put in the work. You have to put in the work to get to know yourself. My biggest thing has been meeting myself halfway. Like I said, looking in the mirror and saying, you don't have to look perfect today. And I don't, I try not to have this spectrum anymore of where it's, oh, I either look good or I don't look good. And there's no in between. And some days yes. I wake up and that's how it feels. And that's how it is. And that's okay. I Heck, still settle in that. I go to school with my hair not brushed. Sometimes she, I don't. She's a rebellious girl. Sometimes I don't brush my I teeth. I brush my. Oh, okay. If I can. <laughs> you can put that in because my roommates know. I'll wake up and I'm Some like, today's just not the day. And that's okay because, you know, you got to be true to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but t- she she has a point. Like, I genuinely just think meeting yourself in the middle is the biggest thing. And I, when we're constantly trying to compare ourselves to other people's lives, it's always getting lost in translation. And you're never you're never going to be them. And you know that. And you listening, you, you know that you've tried to be other people. And you never will be. And that's just how it is. And I feel like that's the biggest takeaway on my part. Yeah. Lindsay has said literally <laughs> everything. I'm going to be a therapist. I'm a marketing student. On my way to be a therapist. Miss Sonny, you've inspired thing is, me. But the thing is, I think that's just how Lindsay and I kind of work. We think the same. We agree about the, like, the same things. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of friendships are like this because opposites do attract. I have so many friends that are so opposite of me mm-hmm. that I consider my best friends and that have grown me so much into the person I am today. And I'm so thankful for them. And I think Lindsay can say the same thing. Mm-hmm. But it's the balance yeah. in life. It's a huge thing in our friendship. Like, we very much value, like, each other's lives and each other's perspectives. And we're both in different parts of life. So it's, it's very fun. balanced. And it's fun to see where we're at in life. You know, it's fun and for me. places that I've been, like, things I've been through that, like, I can help Kate with. Things and it's, that yes. and it's you fun. haven't been through, but you can still help me with. And it's fun for me to kind of, like, look forward to that moment in my life where I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, yes. I am going to be graduating college in, what? Two, two, three years, whatever. Two years. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. So I think overall, that's pretty much concluded. We only answered, like, half the questions, but we could talk in depth <laughs> All day. If you sit with us, we would talk forever about any of these questions. So that's I all I gotta say. But yeah, so thanks for listening. So I'm so glad I got to have yes. Kate on my podcast. This was so much fun and I enjoyed it so much. This won't be my last guest. Um, we'll be bouncing around with different ideas. I, I might be back. She might be back. She'll be back. She'll be back for sure. But... Yeah, so we kind of played around with having a guest. Like I said, it was very unstructured, very just conversational. So I hope you made it to the end, and I hope you loved it. Maybe you're on a car ride, listening I mean, on your way to work. I'm going to be listening to it on my way back to K-State if I'm Exactly, and all her little K-State friends, I hope you're listening, and thanks for supporting. But yes, give it a little, give it a little rating. I never talk about this, <laughs> but give it a little rating. If you're on Apple or Spotify, Give her a little rating. 
Tell us how you like it. Leave a little review if you're really eager. I will see you in a week or a week and a half. Bye, everyone. It was so awesome, you know, hanging with Lindsay, talking about all these questions. Okay, everybody, goodbye, and thanks for listening.